Welcome to There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where we reflect on the lessons Katie Hubbard learned about living as she was preparing to die. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I never once opened Katie's journals while she was alive. Now I'm opening them up to you so you can discover resources for your faith, refreshing honesty, and unexpected joy for the journey through a painful world with a wonderful God. One of the things that you learn about Katie as you read her journals is that she was listening to the voice of God and she was listening to the voice of other people. Often enough, she was hearing from friends who were going through their own trials and learning to trust God in the midst of them. That's what you'll find in this journal entry from Saturday, January 24th, 2015. In it, Katie references a Caringbridge post made by our mutual friend, Tara Viers. Michael and Tara were friends of ours from college. Their son, Wendell, at the time was living with a rare form of cancer that began in his kidney. At the time of this entry that Katie was citing, Wendell's cancer had all but disappeared. It would reassert itself later on that year, and Wendell would walk through the doorway of death into the presence of his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on May 17, 2015, just a few months before Katie. I'll actually post Wendell's CaringBridge page or a link to it on the website thereagoodthingshere.com so that you can read about his life and the faith of his parents there. But let me read Katie's own words from January 24, 2015. Dear Lord, Wendell Viers has no sign of cancer. Tara's words from her caring bridge keep running through my mind. Quote, I would rather be disappointed on this earth and believe that Jesus has healed Wendell than to not believe and miss out on the fruit that comes through trusting. Today, we see your healing, and tomorrow, we will trust you again. Those were Tara's words. And then Katie goes on to reflect about her own life and ministry. I'm starting to see what people mean when they say that my caring bridge ministers to them. Of course, she meant because she could feel how much Tara's words had ministered to her. Katie goes on. It reminds me of Tom Yakeley's words, just ask and let God sort it out. I've had the worst time getting my chemo meds. Yesterday was crazy was on the phone with Aetna, getting disconnected, misplacing my insurance card in the kitchen, questions about co-pays and deductibles. I can't find any amounts of what we have on the website. It is crazy. Is this just insurance snafus, or is this you trying to get my attention? And now the debt collector just called about our hospital bills. Grrr. And I feel all adrift about Tom and parenting. She goes on to write a few days later, Wednesday, January 28, 2015. Dear Lord, I guess I feel generally adrift. I'm feeling better, but not better enough to have a full day. I'm still sleeping. It's hard to know how to spend my time. I want to have extended time with you, but then I sleep or read instead. So I don't know if I'm a lazy blob or if I really do feel this bad. 
Ben Dager says, people in the Bible knew when they heard from you. Can you see the way that Katie was listening to fellow travelers and wise guides as she walked her own road with cancer? In these two entries alone, she mentions three friends who were influencing her thinking at the time, Tara Viers, Tom Yakely, and Ben Dager. The latter two guys are on staff of the Navigators. I think the reason that Tara's words struck such a chord with her in that first entry is that she felt a profound tension about her own situation. She was praying earnestly that God would heal her, as many of you were. She believed that God was good and powerful enough to do so, and she believed that Jesus had given us all the freedom to ask for what we thought best. And yet she also knew that she felt terrible. She was sick, and there was no medical cure for her. She had asked many times over to be healed, and God hadn't healed her. So what do you do? Well, if you're Katie, you keep asking, and you keep trusting, and you choose to be disappointed instead of resigned. You ask and let God sort it all out. For my part, I'll say that a serene, saintly woman one time approached me at a religious workers' meeting at the University of Illinois. She told me that she was praying for our family, but then she added, I'm not praying for your wife to be healed. I stopped praying those kinds of prayers long ago, but I will pray for your peace. I walked away from that interaction thinking, how sad to have stopped asking or expecting God to do a miracle. I hope that you won't ever come to that place. I know Katie didn't. I think Katie is right that it's better to ask and hope and be disappointed than to forego asking and trusting. Thanks for joining me for this episode of There Are Good Things Here. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I hope you'll find that to be true in your own life. There are good things here, right where you are, because God is good and He is right where you are. You can find a scanned copy of the journal entry I read today, along with show notes at the website thereagoodthingshere.com. While you're there, feel free to post your own thoughts about today's podcast. If you're finding this podcast inspiring or helpful, would you mention There Are Good Things Here on your own social media channel? Perhaps someone in your network needs to hear the very thing that's been blessing you.